Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. We are very honored to have in the studio with us right now Dr. Ang Chengxiang, the gold medalist in the 110-meter hurdles at the Singy Games in Cambodia. Welcome to the show, Chengxiang. Great to have you with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm very honored and glad to be here as well. Good morning, everyone. Hold up the medal for us so everybody on the radio can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, how does that feel to hold that? It always heavy. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great feeling. Um, I think for for my coach and myself, we always go into the games uh, with a with a target, with a well a technical target we want to achieve, and yeah. with good technique will will come good times, mm. and with good times you are placed in good positions. Um, and maybe you win a medal. There's so many things you can't control in a race, right? There are hundred hundred and one things that could go wrong. Um, so you control your own race. You can't control other people's race. You can't get distracted by other people. Yeah. And you run your own race. You do it well. Um, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm so thankful to, to get a goal. What I've, distractions do come up, by the way? You just wow, mentioned that. So I many mean, distractions. In the hurdles race, um, sometimes um, the arms will throw and you may clash a little bit with uh, your competitors oh. because of the, the sweeping motion that comes with hurdling. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that commonly happens. Um, and of course, if someone gets a very quick start, they will be ahead of you and you may temporarily be a bit distracted by that. And you just really got to snap back into the game and, and, and try to find your flow, mm. right? Um, and of course, mid-race, you feel the pressure. If everyone's together, side by side, and then one person starts to take off a little, you feel that pressure. And, and it's your job really to, to not crack under that pressure, to make mm. sure you continue performing as you have trained for hours mm. and hours for. Yeah. Well, Chen Chiang, you're being far too modest. I believe you got the silver in the previous games in Hanoi. So you win the gold this time, but it wasn't straightforward, was it? For the benefit of those who don't know, it was probably the most dramatic gold medal process I've ever seen, but certainly in the SEA Games. So take us through the race, and then more importantly, what happened in the, what was it, half an hour, one hour or so afterwards? Take us through that process. Yeah, so I think going into the race, um, I was in lane five. So lane four, five, six, seven, the four of us really had personal best within 0.1 seconds of each other. So going in, I knew that the race would be a very tight race um, and the finishing would, would be a blanket finish. Mm. Like that was expected. Um, so yeah, into the race, the gun goes off. I knew I, knew I, had, I had a good start. Um, but of course, I, I remember one of our competitors, Clinton, was ahead. So for a split second, I, I felt him there. Um, but of course, I put my head in the game. I continued pushing. Um, and midway through the race, I, I could feel everyone together. On my left, on my really? right, we were all together. I felt, I felt the pressure. And that's what I trained for. I trained for the pressure yeah. to be able to execute my technique during that, that pressurized situation. Is there, when you're standing up there, for example, even at the start or, or, or whenever, is there any kind of smack talk happening between the competitors? Like, hey, you know, I saw your mama this morning, you know, something like that. Is there anything like that, that kind of stuff, trying to psych out the other guy? Um, well, usually I'm not. I'm not saying you would do it, but yeah. do competitors do that sometimes? I, not, not to the extent, I think. <laughs> and, and maybe not so much in Asia. Yeah. Um, normally, normally, I mean, sometimes people would say things like, oh, um, you know, I haven't had great trainings the past few months, you know. But, but I don't think it happens too frequently. We just, most of us are, are focused on, on doing, doing our thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but you skipped yeah. a step. So you cross the finish line. Tell us what happens next. Mm. Yeah, so, so as, as I dipped across the line, I knew that I was in first or second position, right? 
um, but but we didn't know. I, it was such a tight race, you know. Um, and across the line, I felt I was very happy because I knew I ran my race well. Um, I I would get a medal, and and the final decision, whether first or second, I didn't really have much control over. Yeah, so I was I was actually very happy crossing the line already. Um, and then when I saw the scoreboard thirteen eight four, um, I, it was a national record for me, and and to me that's that's a very significant milestone as well. Wow! But then. You wasn't given the gold medal initially, was you? Yeah, so there was actually about a 10-minute wait where everyone was just looking at the scoreboard, checking their phones, um, asking each other, do you know the result? And and there was a little bit of palpable tension during that 10 minutes. Um, so, like, again, I was... When the result was finally released, I think it was the reporter who, who told the tie that he had mm. won. And mm. so he went to celebrate. And, and, of course, I went to celebrate with him. Uh, we we are training partners for the past six weeks, and and we went in with the goal of really improving on our best, right, and sparring with each other to to sharpen each other up for the games. Singapore did an amazing, had an amazing tally of success, not only in medals but just great athletes pouring their heart out and doing a, a wonderful job. Joining us in the studio, Dr. Ang Chen Xiang, the gold medalist in the 110-meter hurdles, and So Ri Yong, the silver medalist in the 10,000-meter and fourth in the 5,000 meters. And Ri Yong is with us now in the studio. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Uh, yes, uh, just had time to digest the whole SEA Games because when you're there for one week, everything is just kind of like boom, boom, boom. The, the whole week just goes by really quickly. So it, yeah. it's nice to be back and um, just digest the whole thing. It was a nice experience. Chen Zhang was my roommate there. So, oh, oh, awesome. Yeah. Second time. So we were roommates in 2017 as well. So nice. that year we both got fifth in our track events. So I did the marathon and I came to join him in, in the stadium, I mean in Kuala Lumpur for the track events. Yeah. And then, we both competed on the last day of track, and I got fifth in the 5K, and he got fifth in the hurdles. So it's nice to go a little bit uh, better this time for yeah. both of us. <laughs> now you brought in you brought in a plush toy, and you brought in your gold medal. So hold up your gold medal and the silver, plush toys. This time, oh, excuse me, silver. Silver. <laughs> hold up your silver, so everybody can see out in Radio Land. Oh, it's on camera. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just no. kidding. We will put I'm it up on our social media feed. <laughs> Fear not. Now, Ray Young, let me ask you this, Ray Young. Uh, you you won the silver. In the uh, in the five thousand, uh, ten thousand, ten thousand, ten thousand, fourth in the five thousand. These are not for the benefit of our listeners. These are not actually your pet events. You normally run the marathon. Uh, so, what were your expectations, and were you surprised by the result? Um, well, I think going in expectations wise, like I think um, I think I I've, I've said this already on, in the media, but my best expectation, I mean, sorry, my highest expectation was bronze medal because. Uh, just given that I'm used to, like you said, my pet event is like the marathon, which at the SEA Games is like two and a half hours of racing, whereas the 5K is about less than 15 minutes of racing and the 10K is about 30 minutes of racing. So in any event, it's like 25% or one-eighth of the race distance I usually compete in. So it's, it was nice to escape from um, my non-pack events with a silver medal. Fantastic. And yeah. Chen Xiang, we, we did leave it on a bit of a cliffhanger because of our mobilization exercise. Just tell us, so when did you find out you'd won the gold? Yeah, so so um, maybe I carry on from when um, the silver, I found out I've, I, I got the silver. So to me, again, I, I was very happy with my performance already. And, and so um, I went to the mix zone and did the interviews after that. And, and then thinking after... Thinking you'd won the silver. Thinking I won the silver, yes. And, and to me, when the results were released, I took it, you know. I, I accepted the results. I went to do my interviews and then I headed off to do my doping test. So I was in the doping test um, in the midst of the process and... 
And then I got a text from my team manager saying, we are submitting an appeal. So I was like, what's this appeal for? And then I was like, um, we're going to double check the photo finish and see for ourselves the result just to be um, double, double sure, doubly sure. Um, and, then, and then, of course, they went through the entire uh, appeal process. And how I found out I got the goal, I was, I was actually in the stands cheering on, cheering on my teammates and I was, I was talking to um, uh, Edwin Tong. And, and my brother happened to check his phone and he got a message from the team, team manager saying, we got to go. Wow. And this yeah. is how long now after you oh, finished the race? Oh, that was easily two, three hours after. Two, three hours, Glenn, after he finishes the race. He thinks <laughs> yeah. he's a silver medalist and it turns out he gets the gold. What's the emotion wow. in that moment? Yeah. What's the emotion? Yeah, well, I mean, like, like I put it, it was, it was like a cherry on top of the cake, you know. Um, I had the cake already with my personal <laughs> best timing and, sure. and, and a great performance. National record. And national record, yes. Um, and then having the cherry made it so much sweeter, so much more complete, I would say. Yeah. Unbelievable. We, we are uh, so honored to have in studio with us today Dr. Ang Chen Xiang, the gold medalist in the 110 meter hurdles at the SEA Games just concluded in Cambodia, and So Ryu Yong, the silver medalist in the 10,000 meter and fourth in the 5,000 meter. In case you missed it, Singapore picked up a total of 158 medals, uh, did very well in the games this year. What was, uh, and just cutting, breaking that down, 47 golds, 60, 46 silvers, 71 bronzes. Uh, very successful uh, take, I would say, for Singapore this time. What are the, you know, the, your, your personal excitement aside, it must be really heartening to see Team Singapore do so well. Um, yes, I think so. I think track and field-wise, we've kind of been on the up. So I think Chen Xiang and company, they, at the last SEA Games in Hanoi, there was already a significant pickup from the previous games in the Philippines. Yeah. And then I think the Philippines was kind of a low point. And then Hanoi was a big step up. And then I think we've improved upon it. I, I, I can't remember the exact medal tally, but Chen Xiang won a gold in the hurdles. That hasn't happened for 50, 56 wow. years. 56 years yeah. you know? I managed to get a silver in the 10,000. That hasn't happened. Like a medal in the 10,000 hasn't happened for 40 years. So yeah. I managed to get my own national record as well by 1.3 seconds. Uh, Chen Xiang, <laughs> so are we turning nice. into a sporting nation here in Singapore? Or is it finally really happening? I, I, would, I think I can speak for my own experience. Um, in the past few years, I've had a lot of support from Singapore Athletics in terms of... Um, in terms of allowing me to plan personalized training camps and competitions that suit my schedule as a, a doctor athlete, as well as you know allow me to plan to peak for the games because uh, as a as a hurdler as a sprinter I need a back to back competitions to get me up in shape for that race sharpness you know and, and that makes a huge difference in my performance. And I wanted to ask yeah. both of you if I can. We've got to give a mention to the queen of the games, the track and field queen, Shanti Pereira, wins the 100 and 200 metres, personal best times. She's only just off the Olympic qualifying times. What is your experiences of being around her in the camp? How did you find her as an athlete, as a personality? You know, where does she get that drive from? We'll start with Ray Young. Uh, I think, well, being... We've been around Shanti since 2015, really. So we like this one games itself. We don't necessarily see too much of a difference. But I must say that I met Shanti for lunch like three weeks before the games. And when I sat down, if I haven't seen her for like eight months or nine months, and I sat down with her, the first thing I realized was that, hey, you look like a professional sprinter now. Like in terms of her upper body, like muscle mass, like she looks so much more powerful than she did hmm. nine months, even nine months before. 
when she and that was when she was winning the 200 meters in Hanoi and silver in the 100 meters but she looked nowhere near as uh, physically dominant as she does now and I think that additional power yeah. uh, she looks like you know uh, one of the Jamaican sprinters now, like upper body wise, like more like them than in the past. Where you know our sp- our sprinters are known for like being a little bit skinny. Like mm. like Mr. Kunalan always gives talks <laughs> and he always says that a woman must not be afraid of muscles. <laughs> yeah, he, this yeah, I'm sure you heard him say this. I'm sure you heard him say this uh, because yeah. you know like. Um, Muscles to our girls, they're a bit afraid of them because it's seen as, you know, oh, then we're not as attractive to our mm. male counterparts, mm. you know, like our, the men will be scared of us. But, I mean, if you want to do high-performance sports, sorry, man. Like you you got to have the bulk, you, Yeah, right? you, you need that power. Yeah. You need that power. Yeah. In, in, the sprints, right, in the right perspective, the right moderation, exactly. of course. I mean, for distance, yeah. it's different, obviously. Yeah. But for sprints, like, if you don't have that muscle power, like, you're probably not going to go in there. Like, yeah. my, one of our roommates, Sean Go Sitchin, sounds like Superman. Have you seen him with his shirt off? <laughs> yeah. And I think that has added to his performance as well. Yeah. Because used to be quite skinny, from what I remember. Yeah. We're talking with uh, with Dr. Ang Chengxiang and So Ryu Young, both medalists in our SEA Games that have just concluded. It's, so, it's such a pleasure to have both of you in the studio. What um, what is what do these medals mean for you now personally? You know, as uh, you know, uh, Rayong, you're going to be uh, continuing your law studies, I know, and 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 carrying on. What, now that you have these, how does it propel you forward for for next year for other competitions coming up? Rayong, you first. Well, I think I mean really like whether or not we medal at the Sea Games. I think life just carry on carries on as per normal. You know, Chen Xiang is a doctor; he's extremely busy. Um, I'm not quite as busy, I would say, but like uh, busy in my own way. Um, I would say that. One of my conversations I had with Chen Xiang on the way to the village actually probably helped me, like with my men- with my mindset going in. Relatively speaking, guys, you are the granddaddies of the track and field scene. <laughs> you oh, that God- was nice. You are the godfathers. <laughs> the godfathers. You've been around for a while now. So, what happens next for both of you? I think that's part of the problem. Like, you know, I'm 31, Chen Xiang's like 28. We shouldn't be the godfathers of the scene mm. because athletes really pick in the late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s even. So, yeah, just the, the attrition rate is extremely high in Singapore. That's, that's something that we need to work on. But you know what's next for us? I think Chen Xiang definitely wants to go one more games, hopefully win the gold medal this time outright and like, you know, cross that finish line knowing that he's got it. Hopefully, um, I think that can happen in Bangkok. Myself, I'm, I, I hope to return to the marathon in Bangkok and and win um, the gold medal. My girlfriend's family is from around Bangkok, so it'd be nice to compete in front of um, nice. uh, that, fam- that side of the family. So yeah, something that we're really looking forward to, but you know, one step at a time. That's two years in the future. Yeah, for myself, uh, I'm really looking long-term. For me, as long as my body is able to, um, I'm able to um, prioritize my time well and focus on continuing the sport as long as I, I love it, as long as my body allows me to, and and to me, to me, I I I plan long term. I don't I don't think about it in, in you know one or two year time frames. Yeah, yeah. Guys, thank you so much. We do, we're going to have to leave it there for now. We hope you'll come back again though, and as as other competitions are coming up, or if you interesting things happen in Singapore's sporting world, we'd love to have you back on the show. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys, and you are an inspiration to the entire nation. Congratulations. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.